So what's my future? You don't have one. I see you, but you can't see me. Halloween Horror Nights Orlando has mastered the art of the scare. We'll cover each year of this amazing event one by one, picking through the bones and uncovering its past. So join us now as we open another tomb inside the catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. Welcome to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. I do not have a snappy title for this particular episode, so I'll just describe what's going on. First off, of course, I am Matt. Quint is out of town, but joining me for this episode is my good friend from live from Philadelphia right now, Lou. Hello, how's it going? So Lou has gone to Halloween Horror Nights for the first time this year, much like my sister Karen. But I was not able to go with him and not able to, uh, I, went, I don't want to say play tour guide, but I guess that's a, that, what I am kind of thinking of. I, I wasn't there to mainly get his reaction to these things and ask questions and see if he had questions and whatnot. So, so now that the event has come and gone, I am really curious and been waiting to hear what your take on this whole thing is. And I thought from this perspective, from this angle, this is a format we haven't done yet where I don't know what's coming and I don't know what to ask you that it was absolutely worth taking time to sit down and record this episode. So first, Lou, let me say thank you for joining me with this. Of course. I'm really excited to hear about this. And let me, I do have some questions panned like out, but I don't know where to fit them in. So I'm going to let you kind of start things off if you don't mind and, and let me know what maybe I, I don't know is there anything you want to start with let's say that that's probably a better way to, to ask the question the one thing i'll start with is to say uh thank you to you and quint because if i hadn't gone out and gotten the express pass like you guys recommended from day one um it would have been a much different experience <laughs> yeah so we were able to fit in uh, almost everything. And just because of our timing issues and our scheduling problems, uh, we unfortunately didn't get to either of the two shows. Really? Uh, yeah. Oh. It was, we were bummed because we actually were going to see um, – we were on our way to see uh, uh, the Jack show. Okay. And we had missed the – we had we didn't look at the map for like the times and we had missed the final show by like 20 minutes oh so, so you just they just got off stage basically when you missed it man probably because they were they were removing the barriers okay. as we walked up and i was just like i had, I had like a like a, a a tinge of anxiety i was like oh do you, when's the next show and he's like oh you just missed the last show i'm sorry <laughs> and it's like god damn it but, <laughs> oh man um so that so yeah anyway to go back a little bit, the one thing I can start off with is thank you for recommending the express passes because the the look of terror or annoyance of everybody as you're walking down a completely empty express lane, bypassing hundreds of people to get to the line really made the experience a little bit better. Yeah, it does. Um, it's, we also as, got to fit in almost everything. So. It doesn't doesn't make me 
sound like a good person that I say this almost every episode, but there is no, <laughs> there is no, I'm not going to say better. There's no other feeling like the one of walking past all those people when you're headed into one of the mazes. Yeah. You get that look of like, well, why is he going up there? Yeah. But uh, the other thing I could, I should say is that we went um, on a Thursday night Yeah, and uh, it was pretty packed. There were definitely a lot of like high school age kids. So I don't know if there was maybe a day off from school the next day or that's just what people do. But we went on a Thursday night. So not total peak hour, but probably a peak day, sort of peak day. Mm -hmm. And, um, and yeah, I don't know. It was awesome. That's, I was going to mention that, that you did go on a Thursday. You went, uh, it would be it would be three Thursdays before Halloween at this point. Usually the week before, all bets are off. It's just packed to the gills. This year has been the crowds have been nothing like I can really remember during the week. So I'm glad you opted for Express Pass as well because having just stopped by. I've been I don't know how many times this year. I just stopped by for something specific when I'm not going on an Express Pass night, and even just swinging in on a Thursday, even the Wednesday nights have been a lot more people than I expected. So the crowds this year have been insane. So express pass. It's we say it all the time. I've been saying it ever before, ever since before doing the show on Facebook is that it is an absolute must. And and I'm <laughs> now you've just confirmed that with your first visit on a Thursday night in the middle of the event. And I will say that um, it was even more worth it to me because as I mentioned before we started recording, um, I was with, uh, I was with my girlfriend and my sister and her husband and because of the nature of the vacation, just briefly, we were with a family vacation, my, my parents and my sister and, and husband and their three young kids, uh, we did the magic kingdom before we went to Halloween horror night. So yeah. we were up very early walking all day already. And because of that, and because we were kind of with young kids, Contrary to your advice, we didn't get to Halloween Horror Nights till almost nine o'clock. Really? Oh man! Okay. I got to the parking garage at eight thirty, uh-huh. and we finally got into park around nine. So I wanted to be there for opening, right? But I was courting three people who kind of <laughs> dragged their asses, and uh, you know, like my sister's like, "Oh, I wanted to take a shower before we go." It's like, "I wanted to leave at six You're Like, come on. <laughs> So we ended up getting there late, much later than we expected, but we did get there well after dark, and that kind of just added to the to the ambiance because I know you had mentioned in the previous episode that you some of the mazes you can see hints of sunlight during yes. the day, yep. and I was kind of glad we missed that because we got it, it was nine o'clock it was it was night. As sorry as I am to hear you didn't get to early entry, I am kind of glad to hear that you got the entire first experience at sundown because that's how I was introduced to the event. That's how I introduced Quint to it. All this unintentionally. It's just how it happened. And it wasn't till the past three years that Quint and I started going during the daylight and it is different, but, but the initial reaction in the, in the initial introduction of Halloween Horror Nights is already done for us. We're never going to be able to do that again. So I'm actually glad your first experience was at night, even though you had those obstacles to get through to get to that point. Yeah. And um, we did take uh, both your and, uh, Christie's advice, and we skipped around the, to the right and went to the first maze on the right side of the park. Okay. Um, and in pass in in going in that direction, we passed by a different maze. We passed by the purge, uh-huh. and the wait time at when we first got to the park was seventy five minutes. <laughs> so again, very grateful that we had the express pass. <laughs> so okay, before we get into the mazes, I do want to ask 
just a couple setup questions here, just to, to see where you're coming from when you first walk in the gate. So my first question, it's my question I've asked everyone, I think, at this point. What did you know about Halloween Horror Nights before attending the event? Well, I'll say that I vaguely knew that th- this event existed Okay. Um, in the past. And then once you started doing the show, I obviously became much more... Uh, aware of what was going on what it what it what it entailed uh because i've listened to every, every episode of this show before going so that was helpful um all i really knew about it was that it was just universal's take on a halloween event okay. in the park. all right fair enough so you're it kind of sounds like it that your expectations weren't anything real specific beyond that either my expectations weren't very specific at all. I just expected, as I've, as I've come to expect with these parks, um, just a lot of great atmosphere, and I yes. and I got that. Okay. So then, what is your first impression as you walk in? Because now I know the lights are down, the the park is lit in a way you will never see, even at night on regular hours, and the soundtrack over the the. the hundreds if not over a thousand speakers about the park has these blood curdling screams and ominous music and as you walk in the first thing you're going to be walking into if i'm not mistaken is scary tales so there's these just bloodied and gruesome fairy tale creatures there to greet you what what is your reaction at, as you first step into the park well actually we 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 skipped that. We, oh, you did. First, oh, so that's we before. Right. Okay, so you went. Oh, so you. Okay, I'm sorry. You did tell me that. So you went down icon, or the the Hollywood Horror Night icon. So right. You're actually this might actually be worse because you're greeted with fog and stilt walkers and people on stages and other people hoping you're looking at the stage so they can sneak up behind you. And that happened almost immediately. Okay. <laughs> um, I I'm not the mo- I'm not the jumpiest person in the world, but I was soaked into the atmosphere and I did jump a bit, but my sister um, is a scaredy cat. She's afraid of everything. And she jumps, you know, if you're in the kitchen with her and you tap her on the shoulder, she jumps. So she was probably the, being around her was the most fun of the whole night because she was scared by everything. And it was just constantly like, Ooh, Ooh, Ooh. So right out, right out of the gate, once we went off to the right a little bit, you know, there were definitely people on stilts and they were the, they were the distraction while somebody like on foot walked up behind and would get you. So it happened almost instantly. Right. Nice. Okay, cool. All right. So it sounds like now you, if, if I'm following the path you went, you went right to walking dead. Yes. That yep. was uh, the suggestion that came through, through you guys. Yes. So that's the first one that I went to. Yep. All right. Now, I don't know if we've never even discussed walking dead. Are you a walking dead fan at all? Uh, I am. And, I haven't watched season five, I think, is okay, the one that just yep. got uploaded, the, which is what this whole maze was based on, yes. I believe. So I haven't actually seen that that season, but I, I'm i not really one to like ignore spoilers on something I haven't seen. So I've read up on what happens in the season. So I had an idea for sure. And, um, and, I, and I've enjoyed The Walking Dead, and I don't care really one way or the other about zombies, but I did really – I do really enjoy the, the show. So. Okay. Cool. So you were in the same position my sister was. She knows Walking Dead. She has. It, she's been Netflixing it. Net, is that right? Netflixing. Yeah, that oh, so, sounds like there was. Sure. Sounds like there's too many letters in that sentence, but that's right. 
And five just came on right before, like the day before she came down. So she didn't know anything about five, but it was still raring to go. So now apart from the subject, which is, I mean, we, we can discuss the subject. This is your now, like I, we already discussed your expectations. They're not really anything specific other than what you described. You're about to walk into your first maze. Well, you're going, let's say this, you're walking into your first Halloween Horror Nights maze. What? What did you think? And tell me anything you want about this experience, because I'm really eager to hear your report. Just just off the bat, the first thing I'll say about all of the mazes is that I wish I could do them all by myself. Oh, really? <laughs> I wish. I mean, it's one of those things that's totally selfish and I don't care. But I wish I could just walk into a maze and just be by myself because it would be amazing. I loved watching other people because I love people that are jumpy around me. But... Um, the, the, actually this one was actually very specific or very appropriate because when they file you in, they file you in these lines, like cattle lines. Yeah. And you know, some of the first things you see aren't, you know, trying to avoid spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen, uh, uh the mazes yet. Um, you know, almost instantly you're treated like, Oh, I'm actually am a piece of cattle right now. Like, yeah, true. Yeah. <laughs> so, then this, let me put this thought in your head just for the future, not not suggesting anything, but you may, sounds like you, you kind of have the same uh, interest in the maybe the artistic side or, or taking it in better than I had. And the unmasking tour kind of gives you that opportunity. You don't do it yourself, but you only do it with like 11 or so other people. So you get right. the time to look at things. And we did split, we split up room for room so that we could stop and take pictures without anyone else in them. So that might be an idea to hold in the back of your head if you're ever down here again and you have that extra day. Now, I know this trip you didn't have at all. I was actually thinking that while I was there because I wanted more time to just w- look around the rooms and see the set pieces without um, you know, a group of people behind me kind of almost rushing me through because they want to see the stuff. Yes. Yep. Yeah. It, it is. That is – I mean, that's what – I've come – I've been doing it for 16 years. I – I, that's what I come to expect on this, but it is a little, you're kind of, I can see where you're coming from. Your first experience, you're like, wow, I kind of got rushed through that maybe. A little bit. I mean, it's not a bad thing. It's just the nature of the it, event. It's an, yeah, you're absolutely right. Yep. And it's. But, like I said, I, I, I was just like, I was, <laughs> I don't think I was the best person to go through for any of these characters because I was walking through each maze with a smile on, a <laughs> smile right. on my face. And I'm just. Side, you know, turning my head side to side, just like looking up the walls. You know, you look up to the ceiling enough, far enough where, like, okay, I'm seeing past the the set designer. Back down. Let me look over here. Let me look through this window. I was really taking it all in. I loved it. Cool. That's awesome. So from there, I'm gonna assume you went over to the purge since that's where you were let out at. Yeah, I believe we went to the purge next. Yeah. Okay. Now, purge has been has a quite a history behind why it is the purge. I don't know if you've picked up on those episodes or not, but it's all been, but all but confirmed that this was being built under the guise of being scream. And then in a zero hour, it turned into the purge. I didn't necessarily believe that until I went through and started going through and went, okay, I'm in the scream house and I'm in the scream kitchen. So I see where that is 99.9% true. But I have to say, with that taking that into effect and do account, I love this is one of my top three houses because of the way they turned it over, and it's just insanity from the second you step in till you step out. What were your yeah. thoughts on this? 
Uh, almost the same. I think we're going to agree on a lot on this. Okay, so, nice. <laughs> um, again, and then this is probably true for almost everything. Actually, it is true for almost everything. I haven't seen the Purge movies. I know you kind of watched a lot of them before yep. um, going, but I didn't watch any of them. So um, I knew I knew the idea, knew the concept. Um, but walking into it, you know, when you first walk in, that first guy, I mean, I assume it's a guy every time. But the, he was, before you get into the maze itself, he's kind of just like announcing your, your demise, kind of your yes, incoming right. demise. I loved it. I thought it was great. It was perfect. He was th- such a sleazy businessman type looking dude. <laughs> yeah. And it was, it, it was great. And um, I don't know if they had it in the Walking Dead maze, but and I know you and Quint have talked about it, but that effect where someone has like a shotgun and they flash the uh, strobe behind them uh-huh. to kind of like uh, imitate like a shotgun blast. Very effective. Yes. And if I remember right in that house, there's like accompanying air blast. Yeah, I too. think so. I think, yep. I think you're right. Yeah. So it feels like something just whizzed by you. Yeah. So cool. Good. I'm glad uh, I'm not, I, I, I read other blo- I read almost every blog and listen to all the other podcasts that report on Halloween Horror Nights just to see what I'm missing. I, I listen to them as a fan, not as as a, a, to get any information I, I to add to our show. I just espionage. No, yeah, exactly. No, yeah, <laughs> and um, a lot of I'm not going to say all or even a majority, but people that don't like the purge passionately do not like the purge and i'm just like is it me so when someone says they like it even if they don't agree with it a hundred percent with me as long as they say they like it i'm like okay it's not just me there's something wrong with these other people i'm wondering if i'm wondering if they people don't like it because it has nothing necessarily to do with horror if you want to use like kind of an elitist interpretation of it there's no monsters there's nothing like undead it's just a bunch of people I don't know if they would use it because that's no, because that's not true. Because run is also the same. Yeah, it's similar to that, rather. True. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. It could be. I mean, I know now and again there's people that are were anticipating scream and are big fans of scream, so they don't like purge because it's not the scream. And those I kind of overlook because those are obvious. But the, outside of that, some people just don't like it, and that's fine. Not everyone's gonna like everything, but they're just so they so passionately dislike it. I'm like, what is wrong with me? Why do I like such chaotic violence and what does that say about me and should i see somebody about this maybe you should see a therapist you yeah. know just, just throwing it out there as a suggestion oh yeah you wouldn't be the first one to suggest that <laughs> not even today oh geez <laughs> no, so okay from there now this the purge lets you out into a completely different part of the park so what do you do at this point as a first timer so at this point um we had gone through two scare zones we had gone through the icons and we had gone through evil's roots oh and so evil's roots yeah it was great yes it was awesome uh and that was the one that was actually it was more in evil roots than icons because it was icons it seemed like it was more about the the show of it all right and evil's roots was about heavy smoke and people creeping up behind unsuspecting young women essentially <laughs> yep <laughs> And it was in Evil's Roots that we really saw a lot of people get like, like I saw a character like, like chase, essentially chase a woman, which is what I kept hearing you guys describe. Mm-hmm. Um, it was also, I think it was the first time I saw uh, one of the, uh, uh, what, what's the chainsaw group? What do you, what chainsaw do you call Chainsaw Drill them? Team? Yeah. One of the first I saw of them. Okay, I cool. Evil's Roots. So I was waiting all night to see those guys too. 
So after this, uh, we just kind of continued around on, on our route around the park and just, again, kind of soaking it all up. And it was at this point that I saw uh, the Simpsons ride. Um, and I haven't seen this un- since it was Back to the Future. Oh, really? It's been a long time since I've been to Universal. Oh, wow. Yeah, it has. So I was kind of like taking that all in and we stopped for a minute and then we hit up Insidious, which was okay. the next on route. Okay. Now, have you seen any of these movies? Nope. <laughs> okay. I, th- I watched these movies specifically for this maze and these are, I mean, they're, I can see, I absolutely see the appeal of them, but they're just not my type of movie, but I wasn't, it was visually neat. So I was really looking forward to seeing what they did with the house. So oh, now- Right off the bat, the house itself, the intro to this maze was awesome. How cool I, yeah, is that? That yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you I don't know if you knew to look for it or even it must have caught your eye, but you did notice it was like a, a a prefab building behind it is where this maze is, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I did I did see that. Yeah. It's But it, what's funny is when we were walking down the path, there's a, a chain link fence with some tarp over it uh, along the uh, the walk up to the maze, and I just saw the house over the fence and i didn't know what it was i thought they were actually doing construction in that part of the park oh, okay <laughs> so when you round again i'd never seen the movie there had no it, it meant nothing to me on the surface but when they round that corner and you're like oh that's where we're going in that's awesome yeah and, and you could see things in the windows and there yep. were some a few silhouettes and stuff like that but it was it that right there before even going into the house or to the maze was was uh intriguing okay now I'm curious now. I, the scares in this, there's the scares are still good, but I was enjoying recognizing characters and visuals from the movie. What what was this? I'm 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 guessing it was like the pure scares had to be the only thing keeping you interested in this. Possibly, I don't know. That's why I'm asking. It was it, it again, I, and this is a, going to be a recurring theme. Of, it's just the set. It's all the set design. Where there was um, uh, this there was a cradle in this, right? Yes. It was moving, and there was yep. um like a a, a dra- like a big like silky drape over it, and and it seemed like most of the the characters were almost not into script for a lot of this house too, um like there were some just like completely in black and stuff like that. So that's see um, that's the thing because they it's uh, it's odd that you'd say that from my perspective because they are as direct of a reproduction of creatures from the movie as you can do for a live event like that so it's it's they're nondescript to you but to me they're like oh that's that thing oh that's her oh that's oh i remember that thing (laughs) and you know i'm sure what you did was you know when you watched all these movies you hadn't seen beforehand was extremely helpful and allowed you to catch more of those references since i did none of that preparation (laughs) i uh i just again just kind of soaked it all in and enjoyed it but i will say that it was in this particular maze that my, I brought up my sister earlier because she's the really jumpy one. Uh-huh. It was in this house where she really showed her true colors, where she was terrified three times, but not by any of the attractions or characters, but by the employees placed throughout the mazes to usher people through. Are you serious? Yes. <laughs> she would go through one of the, you know, the, the room dividers and there'd be a name tagged Universal yeah. Studios employee, and she'd go, ooh, and she'd jump. And they're all in black. And they're all in black, but she, you know, you see a face and a name tag, and that's what scared her the most. They've startled me. Like I would be looking one way and turn, and all of a sudden the guy would be there, but I can't say it actually scared me. 
the the first one she jumped at really hard was like a five foot one deep <laughs> girl just bored standing there and i noticed she had earplugs in yes. which is the funniest part to me yeah, yeah most of all well, most of uh anyone in that house including his characters are wearing earplugs because and of the I noise saw levels with some of the some of the employees were, were actually wearing sunglasses too because they were near strobes oh like, yes strobe yes lights for a couple hours would drive you insane i can I, only imagine yeah yeah so okay this house has something really cool if it's working because i've been through it and it's not working but it's it's called it's a scene where it's for the if you were watching the movie it's you walking into the into the further so it's what would happen in the house or in the maze is you're walking down a hallway that's kind of smoky there's a giant just blinding light overhead ahead of you and then what should have happened if it was working and if while you're going through it is that the walls would have been sort of reaching out for you. Did that happen when you went oh, through? Yes, it did. Oh, I good. Had no okay. Idea that that was the further. I remember hearing you and Quint talking about the further, but I did see the hands coming through the wall. And my only thought was that's really cool. Okay. Because good. Because it, I, I could hear it behind me. One of the hands brushed against one of the guys walking behind us and he jumped out of his skin. Ah, so I did see that part. I, I do remember that. Yes. Yeah. Sometimes. Well, it's not. I will. I don't want to ruin anything, but I, I will tell you they're not actual people. It is a. It's oh. a, it's a mechanic doing that. I won't uh, a mechanical thing. I won't explain what. I'll explain. I, I I will be doing all kinds of behind the scenes reporting when it's over. When like cool. on the second. But so sometimes I've gone through. It has not been running. Either it's broken down or maybe it's being fixed or whatnot. So I'm I'm glad it was it was running when you went through because that is it was probably running. the best part of that maze. That's awesome. Yeah, I was I I thought it was a person. So yeah, it does. It looks like hands reaching out for you, and there's a reason why. And I'll explain later. I don't want to. I mean, if you want to know after we're done recording, I'll tell you. But I don't want to reboot it on our recording. Totally fine. Yeah, don't want to ruin the experience before someone. Exactly. Can yep. Yep. So okay, good. I'm. It, that was interesting. I, I I hadn't talked to anyone that didn't know anything about Insidious. Quinn had watched most of the first one, not all the way through, from what I remember him telling me, or at least studied enough of it to know what to expect. Karen has seen all three, I think, and I've seen the two. So you're the first not to have seen it at all. And it still sounds like it holds up, but for different reasons than what we've enjoyed. So that's awesome. I'll tell you, it's uh, I made a master list of my of my like you know nine to one. Yep. Okay. Good. It's, it's high on my list. Cool. So. Good. I'm glad you did. I, did. I forgot to tell you that beforehand, but uh, knowing I know that, how we work. Yeah, I was just say no, to say knowing knowing how you know all the shows we do, including your own show on News, as you would probably be prepared. So <laughs> I was. All right. So Insidious. Okay. Where do you head to after this? Uh, after this, we headed to a really terrifying thing called Men in Black Aliens <laughs> Alien Attack. <laughs> This is the first year I have not done that attraction. Usually we do it with, um, and you've, well, you've heard the show. We do it and the lowest, the guy with the lowest score buys the next round of drinks, but yeah, yeah, we just didn't fit it in. There's so much to do this year. Well, I'm grateful we didn't do that because unfortunately I was the guy with the lowest score. Oh. On this ride. <laughs> so we went on this, this is when the night takes a strange turn and not necessarily bad, but definitely strange. Okay. So we did the, I, I knew that there were some certain rides that were open and I wanted to do some of them. Yeah. And this being one of them, because I, I think this ride's fun. So we get on it and I had learned this fact earlier in the day that my sister's husband gets really severe motion sickness oh, when things spin. Oh yeah. And we well. get through halfway down the, you know, the walkway. Cause all these rides have like five, 10 minute waits because no one's doing that. Right. Right. And there's a thing that says, you know, this ride will spin you a lot. And he's just like, oh, I don't know if I should do this. 
And my sister goes, maybe you want to sit it out. Now nah, I'll do it. So we do the ride, and it spins you a lot, and he got some motion sickness. And he didn't, he didn't puke, but he definitely was like, I need, I need like a five-minute break. Oh, man. So we continue walking around after we did And, you know, it's a fun game I, or a fun ride. I enjoy it. And we get around, and then I see this big, well-lit building. It looks brand new. It's like, what is this? And they go, oh, this is the Harry Potter stuff that I haven't seen yet. Oh, yes. And I was like, this is where the Gringotts ride is. I want to go on this. Oh, no. And they're like, we're going to sit this out. Like, we need to just take a minute. Oh, that's good. because So yeah. Lauren and Neil take a break. And Jamie and I go into this ride. And I'm amazed. I'm a big Harry Potter fan. And I love Diagon Alley. And, I, you know, immediately when we walk in, we see the dragon breathe fire. Which oh, is like, you got, yeah, you timed that perfectly. And it was just kind of like, we walked up the alley. And then all of a sudden, we hear, like, the gas kind of going. And then the fire. And it's like, this is fucking cool. <laughs> So we did escape from Gringotts. Great ride. I was I started doing research about it while I was um, like at one point just standing around. Uh huh. And this ride apparently had like a six hour wait time when it first opened up last year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We waited fifteen minutes. Yep. So that was awesome. It, too. This has been the best time to go because it it's never under forty five minutes. Even a year later, in uh, we that was the only ride we did the night we went. The rest of us from New Year's went, and it was like it was like ten or fifteen minutes as well. So yeah, that is that, great. Yep. So great I didn't ride. know you were such a big Harry Potter fan. Yeah, kind of anything nerdy, science okay. fantasy. I'm into all of that well, stuff. Well, then I'll so. have to, I mean, I don't want to take up this episode with, but I will want to talk to you later about some stuff in Diagon Alley then. Well, good, because I haven't seen any of it. Oh, you didn't? Really? I Well, what happened was, it was one of those things where it was like, we didn't have a ton of time. It was getting late. I knew my sister and Neil were tired and Jamie was tired. I have the energy of like a, I, I'm constantly full of energy, so I'm ready to go all the yeah. time. But I kind of felt bad, even though I wanted to walk around, they were waiting for us. So I kind of wanted to just get through it. Yeah. Okay. I gotcha. And Jamie and I already decided we're going to come back and do a, cause we did mostly Disney stuff this trip with right. the exception of Halloween Horror Nights. We're going to do a total universal trip at some point in the future because uh, more stuff that I'm interested in, better rides. Yeah. So well, then you we'll be back. Definitely got to let me know when you're coming. Absolutely. Yeah. So this is when the night takes a really weird turn. So okay. we had an awesome time. Well, I was afraid you were going to say your brother-in-law went on or your, is it your brother-in-law they married? I forget. Yeah, yeah, brother-in-law. Okay. Brother-in-law um, went on that ride at right after men in black, which is like both have the equal amount of spinning. And he was just like done for for us of the night. No, he, he was like, I can't do a ride right now. Okay, good. So, okay. Well, that was probably the best move for him then. No, but what could be a possibly worse. Oh no. <laughs> incident. So Jamie and I walk out of Diagon Alley, we walk over to Neil and Lauren, and we enter into the all-night Diane uh, character zone. We see Freddy, oh, Jamie okay. wants a picture with Freddy, yeah. and then Neil, once we, you know, we get this really cool photo with her and Freddy, and then Neil goes, I don't have my express pass. <gasps> I, don't have my, I don't have the map, and I don't have the express pass. Oh, no. So we take a trek back, and he lost it. It was gone. Oh. And I was like, we walked past three employees sweeping in the ground. And then back to where they were sitting, there were nine kids hanging out. That pass was either in the garbage or in somebody's hand. Oh. So at that point, it's just like, okay, um, well, I'm going on every <laughs> So we can share, I guess, because I don't know if anybody knows this. I didn't know this until I got my ticket. Um, the express pass allows you entry to one maze 
each. Yes. Yeah. So you can't like go to Insidious three times in the express lane. It's right. just right. once each night. After that, you have to go through the regular line. You used so, to be used to be able to play dumb and act like you didn't know that, and they'd let you in. But I've seen people try that, and they're a lot stricter this year. It's like, nope. I'm like, ooh, wow. Okay, I guess they gotten onto the playing dumb trick now. Probably. So, so at this point, it's kind of like, and again, I, I had mentioned this earlier that I I was kind of the the head <laughs> yeah. goer for this 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 whole trip for my family. So I'm like, all right, well, we're gonna keep going, and you guys can kind of decide what you want to do. And at that point, Jamie, my girlfriend, was kind of just like, well, I'm really tired, and you know, I could sit one out. I could just kind of take in the environment and sit one out. So the rest of the night was kind of the three of them deciding who was going to go on certain mazes. And okay. I pulled back because I think he felt a little embarrassed, but yeah. he, Neil ended up sitting out for a lot of them. Right. So, but I, but I went to the rest. I went to all nine. I yeah. had to do them all. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So that was when it got, got a little weird because it was just like, it was definitely like there was a downer moment. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, shit, yep. Now we can't all do everything now. Right. So advice to anyone who still hasn't gone and you're thinking about going, and you buy the Express Pass, don't lose the Express Pass. <laughs> yeah. It's a little piece of paper. Don't lose it. Don't lose it. Yep. Yeah, the only thing to be said to even like combat that, which isn't a ar- super strong argument, is that at least there's so much to do that if you miss one or two things, you still have a full event ahead of you. That's true. That's true. Yeah. So, okay. All right. All that bad news beside aside... Where do you go from here? Well, you went to all night. Did you you saw the color characters? Obviously, if you saw Freddy, did you go back and see the black? I don't know if we're jumping ahead, but I really need to know if you got to see the changeover with the black and white characters. I didn't. I didn't even know that was a thing. Oh, really? Oh, geez. You guys have probably mentioned it. I didn't. I didn't know. No, Wait. we didn't go back. Well, Quint didn't either, and we were actively looking for it. We just could not time it. We only ever saw the color characters. Gotcha. No, so. we didn't. I saw, it was all color when I saw. It. Okay. Well, that's. I mean, it's still. That's that's cool. I mean, the, the the makeup is well done. I don't know if you had the same girl that played Carrie every time I went and saw it. She is spooky as hell. I mean, you cannot break her out of character no matter how hard you try. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, uh, yep. it was great. I, I mean, like we like Jamie really wanted one with Freddie, so we we kind of hung around him for a bit till we got a till we got a turn. But again, the 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 mood had kind of dipped in the group yeah. at the time, yeah. so it's kind of like okay to the next thing. And we headed over to Run. Run. Okay. Now. And, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, Run's got a long history of its own, but now having seen it multiple times myself, I mean, the, knowing the history is good, but you don't really, this is one of those ones, you don't you don't have to watch a movie, even though it's the third incarnation at Halloween Horror Nights, and it takes place in a location that was featured in Halloween a fourth one so you're basically combining four years into one thing none of that matters with this house this is just loud crazy screaming fun in my opinion you don't need to know the story you just need to look at everything it was one of the most fun it was probably the funnest maze it is fun yep that is the, the first thing I said when I got out of it that one was fun I like the 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 contestant with the spear. Do you remember that? Uh, give me a little more. What else did they have? Are you, oh, wait. Oh, oh, the contestant. Yes, I'm sorry. Yep. <laughs> yeah, not not the not the, yeah. the gladiator. Yes. Okay. The contestant. contestant. Yes. Yes. Favorite part of the whole thing because she's <laughs> spit at me and I got covered in not blood, but it was probably mist, like water yes. mist. Yep. But 
Oh yeah. Right all over me. Like in my face. It was great. Yep. Uh, my favorite bit about that, and this might be semi spoiler, spoiler ish, but you can't possibly miss it. So I'm not, it's not a surprise for anyone or it shouldn't ruin anything for anyone has seen is the Canadian room because Quint is Canadian <laughs> and we've just, we've had a, since the day we've met and started doing podcasts, I've had a pissing match of Canada versus the U.S. So seeing Canada featured just, and it's not really, it's actually one of the coolest spots of that house, but just having Canada in the spotlight going with Quint was, I couldn't wait for Quint to see this house. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So definitely the most fun, you know, I love like, <laughs> I actually fairly recently was watching old American gladiator <laughs> oh, nice. videos on YouTube and other than that, like The Running Man is such a great movie. Yep. Like, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger film, in case anyone doesn't know. Uh, it's basically this idea of a future where people just get murdered for sport. And uh, it was fun. The whole thing was fun. The setup was fun. I, I loved it. It was great. Yeah. It's very, inf- I mean, it is 80s. I mean, that was, and then again, this is, this is not me revealing anything. Mike Aiello said this at the, at the media uh, event that we went to. This is set in the 80s. This is, imagine a world where we didn't sit still for the Cuban Missile Crisis, blew up Russia and took over the rest of the world, and now we're in the mid-80s, and this is the most popular television show, and he's like saying everything he can without saying the words running or man in the same sentence <laughs> and setting it up. It's like, it's all, it's 80s music as you're waiting. It's yep. the whole running man vibe. Even the contestant suits are very running man-esque. It's, and it's just, it's fun. I, I love this one. Oh, yeah. The gladiators are real, uh, they're real cartoony in their, yep. in their outfits. It was great. Yeah. Oh, cool. I am so glad to hear your review of that. So, okay, you come out of run. You actually are, I think, if I'm not mistaken, you're dumped back out in all night driving, aren't you? Or dying? Uh, I think you, maybe you dumped back into it. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because we had to cycle back and find um, my, my brother-in-law. Oh. <laughs> and, then, and then after that, we kind of uh, made our way to the next uh, the next scare zone, which is uh, sky- psychoscarapy. Oh, yeah. And we kind of wandered around this area for a little bit because uh-huh. it's cool. I mean, the whole setup is great. Yep. There's a lot going on, and it's pretty big. Is it's this the very, largest one? It is the largest one this year, yep. And um, and in this, um, what's the what's what was the uh, – oh, Body Collectors is in here. Yes. And I think that's what we did next after that. And okay. that's the one that's all – that's snow, right? Yep. Again, completely – when I walked through that little you know dark hallway – and you're like, okay, whatever, we'll see what's going to happen around this corner. And then it's just winter, and everything's covered in snow. I was just like, whoa, this is great. This is cool. Yeah. Totally the facade of that is absolutely beautiful. And that, in fact, that's what I put in my initial review. My The the one I did for the media party was that it's like I, I've never used the word gorgeous in describing something in horror before, and everything in this house is gorgeous. Even the gruesome parts are gorgeous in this maze. Oh, yeah. And I was watching everyone around me because it wasn't just me that was amazed by the sets. I was watching like younger, probably not kids, that's the wrong word, but like young teenagers, like kind of like running their hand along like the snow and just like take, everyone was pretty amazed by it. So the facade of this was great. So, okay. So you, that's the outside. Now you go in. What, how did you enjoy this? Because this is one, I'm not going to say you have to know the story to enjoy this, but if you know the story, it's a fa- okay. Here's a better way to say it. This is a fan service house. It's first and foremost built for anyone to enjoy it. After they were done that, they're like, "What else can we put in here for people that have been going for a long time?" So, 
what is now i know you've listened to the shows and you've probably heard the what you need to know stuff but still without experiencing that how are you enjoying this maze um, I, I enjoyed it a bit. It's mm-hmm. definitely middle of the ground in my my final okay my final countdown. That and that makes um, perfect sense. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know how else to describe it because again, probably similar to Insidious, I didn't have any of that. I mean, other than listening to this show, I didn't have any of that experience to draw from. But uh, it was definitely one of those things. Where you just kind of walk through and you just kind of soaking it all in and just kind of taking in all the prop stuff and all that stuff. Yeah, this is one of the um, just. To talk about what fan services is, it, it combines two properties that I have been fortunate enough to s- start my Halloween Horror Nights going with one of them, and then just a couple years later, the second. So this is one I've actually seen grow, and and it's like it's like it's almost like sequel to a movie coming out. It's like here's a new piece of the story, here's a new piece of the story. So it's that's why it's it, to me it is. This is the best. In fact, I went out of my way to write an article about how well how, what I th- I think this is their best property, original property, and and posted it yesterday on News as. But as I'm writing that, I'm like, I'm wondering, was it too much fan service? So I don't think it is, but it makes perfect sense that it's in a completely different spot on your list than mine. Yeah, again, I didn't get any of the fan service because I'm a I'm a new fan. Right. So. Yep. Yep. No, and that's fine. I'm not saying I'm no. I'm not saying one's better than the other. It's. It's a, it's a fine line they're walking when they do something like this. It's been around for a while. Like they they know they're going to have tens of hundreds, possibly thousands of people, I should say, coming in for the first time. So they want them to enjoy it. They want them to take something out of it, but they are also rolling that dice. It's like, well, we want the fans to get this out of it. So it's an interesting line they're walking, and sounds like for the most part it worked. But uh, it's, I, I, I credit to them to for them to really know what they're doing when it comes to handling these kind of properties. Yeah, it definitely, it definitely worked for me, even not knowing any of the history. Cool, cool. Okay. All right. So, didn't mean to linger on my favorite house. I could talk for hours about this <laughs> maze, house, whatever you want to call it, alone. So, I don't want to do that yet. I'll wait till after everything's done. So, where do you go from body collectors? Well, this is everything in this area is kind of much more concentrated than the other side of the park. So, at this point, it's just like scare zone, maze, scare zone, yep. house. You know, like it's right into that. So, from here, we went right into Freddy versus Jason. Ah, uh, okay. And I think I saw the guy you described on another pod, another episode where the guy's like six, seven yeah. as Jason, because my girlfriend's five, one. <laughs> oh, so she was in front of me uh. and the guy came out from wherever he hides from. And I laughed. I laughed when I saw him because I said, I think that's the guy Matt talked about. Probably was. Yep. Guys whose chest I bounced directly off of. Oh uh, yeah. It was great. And you know, I didn't even mention this before, but the funny thing about, about my girlfriend is, it's not that she doesn't get scared of things. It's that her reaction is so minimal that she was kind of just walking through the house as if nothing phased her. Oh, really? So I was jumping. I was getting poked. I was, you know, like laughing. And she's, I hate to say it because it sounds like she didn't enjoy it, but she was almost stone faced walking through this maze. So she's like Terminator looking left to right. And this Jason, this like seven foot tall Jason comes out and she kind of looks and just walks away. <laughs> That would be hilarious, great. actually. It was fun to watch from like from behind. Right, right. Um, but and you know, again, this is another thing. I've seen Freddy movies, I've seen Jason movies, but I'm not like the biggest fan. I, I've enjoyed them, but I and I never saw Freddy versus Jason, the actual the actual film. But I did enjoy the whole 
you know, the whole workaround with how they had them battling in the background and all that stuff. And I did look to see who won at the end. Oh, okay. I, you, you said it was at the end. It was, you have to know where to look. Right. But, uh, Freddie won in my, in my visit. Okay. Uh, so you saw Freddie jump out holding the mask, holding the mask. Yep. Yeah. So, okay. Well, that, that kind of answered a question I was going to ask because you, you, are a big 90s movie well you're a big movie fan but you do a podcast on the 90s movies and i know some of these came out in the 90s but i guess they both started well i think shoot maybe no they both had their origins in the 80s so that's i was curious what kind of fan of this franchise or franchises i guess you'd say you were well i i have enjoyed them and you know what's funny is i you know on our show we recently you know we we sometimes play little games to figure out what we're going to sh- do for our next episode and on a recent episode i posed to my co-hosts uh, an option of Fred, uh, Jason Goes to Hell because it's not a very good movie, but it did come out in the 90s. And um, they were like, nope, not watching it. Don't care. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> and for that movie, that's fair. Yeah, it was probably, I think that was the first Jason movie I ever saw was Jason Goes to Hell. Uh, I was I probably like seven or eight years old. Yeah, I don't you remember would have been. Now, but. Jeez, that's right. I forgot how much younger than you, than, than uh, beat you are. Yeah, <laughs> I I think my first one wasn't until Jason takes Manhattan or whatever the New York one, whatever that was called. So I had a late, I think a it's very late intro. I've okay, seen that, I had a, I had a real late intro to it. So and this is another one where I started watching. I mean, you probably heard the episode. I toyed with the idea of watching them all before the uh, house, and I'm like, that's a lot of watching between like now and until yeah so i did exactly what i theorized i would find on youtube and sure enough go on youtube and look up jason kills and freddy kills and everything that i found there i i wouldn't say everything that was in the videos but i recognize a lot of the stuff in the houses from the videos so that was that was a good plan <laughs> so okay so freddy i know exactly yeah where you're let out in the park now so you got a couple different options here I'm, so where do you head out from freddy versus jason so I don't remember, I'm looking at the map and I'm not sure exactly where it led out on the map, but we ended up going right to uh, the next house, which is uh, American Werewolf in London. I am so glad you didn't save that one for last. Okay, good. I was getting worried here as we're going down the list. So we did this and again, never seen the movie. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, it's funny and I don't, I don't know where this is on your list and it's, it, I enjoyed, I did enjoy this house because I'm a fan of the animatronic stuff. Okay. But it felt very out of place at this event. It, it It's, this is a strange house because it was, they did it two years ago and it was possibly the, maybe, I don't know, not the best, but in the, the top three of that year. So much has changed in two years, which is hard to believe, but it all depends. I mean, in some cases, it's easy to believe, and in some cases, it might take you back a bit. But so much has changed in two years that bringing back even just a two-year-old house, you're right, does kind of make it fit, feel out of place. It it did, and I enjoyed it, but it kind of felt like like you're going through one of those uh, those rides in Universal or in Disney where you're kind of sitting in a car and just things are just happening around you. There's not a lot of scares, um, but I did enjoy it because it's very camp. It's very campy. Yeah. Um, but and I like I said I enjoyed it and none of these none of these mazes or scare zones is on my 
do not like list. I don't have a do not like list. Good, good. But yeah. my sister and my girlfriend walked out saying, that was kind of stupid. Yeah. <laughs> People are calling that the ninth maze, just as in like, okay, Halloween Horror Nights has been eight mazes for so long. We have the ninth, and you don't necessarily need to go to it. It's there if you want to, but it's also not required. So at this point, we we left and we ended up in another, and I think the last scare zone that we had gone through, which was uh, the steampunk one, yes. the scary tales. Yep. Which is more scary and, tales than s- steampunk, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I was confused by the combination, but uh, I, I enjoyed it. Okay. Um, not a lot of, like, I didn't really get any money scares in this. It was kind of just people walking around. Right. And, um, <clears throat> excuse me, but uh, it was still pretty cool. Because, I, I mean, I'm not necessarily a big fan of steampunk, but I think it's interesting. I think it's kind of cool. So, yeah, it was enjoyable. But at this point, we then went into uh, what was relayed to me as what should be your last stop. And that was Jack presents 25 years of monsters and mayhem. Yeah. I mean, it all depends because I've now talked to people that have not been going for so long and they're like, yeah, it's okay. And I've talked to people that have been going long as me and say, it is your last stop. So it, it's an individual choice for sure. So go ahead. I didn't mean to stop your review. So go ahead and tell me your thoughts on this. Uh, well, I did remember you guys saying in the past that it was the largest of the yes. And, um, and it felt it. It definitely felt it. Um, not not in a bad way necessarily, but it did feel much longer and more drawn out than the others. And it was cool. You know, you know, each room is a different set and um, and a, and a different theme. And and I was into it. I definitely enjoyed it a lot. And I liked the. I was trying to like look at some of the. When you first walk in, there's I think there's trees or something like that, and yeah. there's different things on the tops of trees. And I was trying to remember, like, what did Matt say? Is this an icon? I don't remember. <laughs> I was trying to go through it because I hadn't listened to any of the older episodes in a while. Right, right. So I didn't I didn't catch up as much as I wanted to. But well, oddly enough, um, I don't think we got to any. If we did, no, oh, no, I'm sorry, we did. The, the we only covered two of the years that are featured in that house so even listening to the show wouldn't have done you much good because we haven't even talked about many of the rooms that are that are pulled from other houses yet gotcha so that's uh that's why i'm curious what uh you thought not i mean not having gone before and not seeing you're seeing these as new houses but it's well i don't i don't know if it's just just joining to you or not I, i'm that's why i'm asking no, yeah, I I don't think it was that disjointed, but I, I did I did think it was cool. I did like the setup of it all. Okay, cool. And I cool. like the cl- the you know, there's a jack room and uh and there was I, I don't know, I couldn't tell how many were active. <laughs> right. You know, I, I I I thought it was more than more than one. Yes, I won't tell you the number cuz I don't want people counting them, but there is more than one. There's more than one. So, again, and I kind of glazed over it after i told the initial story but you know we were still break broken up into small groups oh, yeah at point. and i think for these last two i think my sister and neil sat out so it was just me and, and me and my girlfriend okay so then it, at this point in the night i think i had said before we were there pretty late we got a late start and i was i was gearing up to go all night right i think it was probably like maybe one thirty in the morning at this point. Oof. And I knew that it closed at two. Oh, it was before, at some point before this, we tried to go see the Jack show. Oh, and right. We were told that it was like the last one and we had missed it. So we were a little bummed, but we wanted to do a few other things. And my sister and, and her husband 
took off. They were just kind of like mill around, and I think they went back to um, the icons area to kind of just watch some of the little shows on some of the stages. Oh, cool. Okay. And um, and Jamie and I went to. We had missed it because I didn't see it on our path, but I had forgotten about your descriptions, and I had forgotten about the Asylum in Wonderland. Ah, yes. Right. So that ended up being. Uh, the last one we went to. Okay. Not a bad one to finish, in my opinion. No, not at all. Um, again, my girlfriend, as well as other people in my family, apparently, um, don't do too well with 3D stuff. <laughs> so I think it was probably the worst one for her to end on. Uh, especially um, that, that first, uh, after you go through the facade, that first, I don't want to say what, but the first, uh, we'll call obstacle. it a room. We'll call it a room. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I think she took off her glasses for it. Oh, okay. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> I, I I don't know because I was in the front, but uh, it was, yeah, I don't think she, I don't think she loved the house. It also, she, you know, she said it like three times. She's like, this feels like a weird acid trip. Like I'm not, this is, this is a bizarre. Yes. So what'd you think of the 3d? Because I know I, we've done our best to explain how this works, but until you see it, it's, it doesn't come across and people generally have a, their own experience with 3d and this is not what it is. So what did you think of the three, the way they do 3d for this house? Uh, I know you had described it on an episode, I think with Karen and you had talked about the actual mechanics of it and and how it actually works. And it definitely didn't feel like a 3d movie, let's say yes, or or a 3d ride. Right. It's a much different feel. and, and, And I don't even know how to describe it because Maybe the only way I could describe it is saying it. it makes you feel somehow, even though you're in real life, it's even more immersive because things are kind of just, you're looking at things in strange ways and nothing's jumping out at you, but your perception is definitely skewed. Oh yeah. Um, and it definitely affects the way you're walking through because it's almost as if you're walking through like a completely dark room where your hands are kind of outstretched because you don't want to hit a wall or bump into anything or kick anything. But um, it was very disorienting. Yeah. Not really scary. I don't think it's meant to be no, scary. There aren't many scares in this. I mean, there's a couple, but not compared to everything else you went through. Right, right. And that might actually be maybe too much to take in if they did as, as many scares as they do in the other mazes. It would probably be unsafe if you're... <laughs> That's some, a good way to put it, yeah. <laughs> some There was a woman in the room with the Mad Hatter, and she was kind of shrieking, and nothing was really happening. Yeah. But she was shrieking. I was like, if this was if somebody jumped out of a like a, out of a, an opening, this woman would go ballistic. Yes, yeah. So they yeah. probably thought that out and were like, maybe we shouldn't, maybe we shouldn't make too many scares. I'm sure they, yeah, I'm sure they did. Every every good idea I think I've ha- I, I have for Halloween Horror Nights, I later learned was done years ago. <laughs> so you're probably right. So cool. That- so yeah, at this point, yeah, we finished, but we weren't done with our night. Okay, because when we were over in um. Psychoscarapy, we're you're kind of walking underneath a roller coaster the entire <laughs> length of that corner of the park, and I'd never seen this before. And Jamie and I are like, we've been on a lot of kids' rides today because you know, like I said, oh, we yeah. did the Magic Kingdom, <laughs> we did like the spinning teacups, so we want to go on that. Nice. So we get in line for um, oh, what's it called? Uh, the Hollywood Rip and Ride Rip, Rip Ride Rocket. Yep. And we waited in line, and we're standing in line. It's two a.m. You know the park's supposed to be closing. We're still waiting in line for this for this roller coaster, and we're kind of just like, ah, oh, fuck it, Lauren and Neil, they'll just wait for us. Like, who cares? So 
we go on this ride. I put on the Beastie Boys Sabotage. Nice. And that is probably one of the most enjoyable rides I've ever been on. Yeah. I love that ride has gone through its ups and downs, but they finally got it dialed in. They have the right set of wheels. They have the right cars on there. They got the, the kinks in the track worked out. I love that ride. So next time you come, I got to give you the uh, song, the hidden track list. Oh, really? There's a whole hidden track list. If you get on that ride and you second they lock that lap bar down on you, if you hold your your finger on the the logo, the Rip Rocket logo for five seconds, a, a little screen pops up of, of a number pad, and you type in the number. Uh, the hidden tracks are all recorded on, on several sites now. I, whatever link I have, I'll. I'll share with you. And then you type in the number of the song you want. And the songs are the only thing it doesn't do is it doesn't record your video, but I've never bought a video off that. So I don't care, but it, the, I mean, there's like whatever, 50 songs, 60 songs, probably you can choose from on the ride. There's hundreds in the hidden track list. Oh, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. 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 I did. Uh, and I, I'm assuming that most of them are timed so that when you go yes. up and come back down, it's like the, uh, it, the, the song kicks in. Yep. Oh, that's a fun ride. And that's so it was a good way to close out the night for sure for me. Because at that point, cool. it was like 2.15 when we got off the ride and got our stuff out of the locker. So at this point, everyone's kind of like, all right, you're done. Get out of the park. Yeah. Yeah. They don't mess around with getting people there out at five o'clock so they can turn over Halloween Horror Nights. And they also, they're not, they don't mess around when it comes to o'clock too, because now they've got like six hours to fix anything for the morning rush. Yeah. So. Well, that's awesome. I mean, sounds like you had a good time. Oh, it was great. It was, you know, we left and it, was, it you know, everyone was kind of tired because, like I said, it had been a very long day. But everyone was just like, "Thank you so much. This is awesome." Jamie's like, "I have to, I have to like send a message to Matt and thank him for like forcing you to go to this." <laughs> we didn't say at the beginning of the episode, but for maybe six months, you've been texting me about getting getting my tickets for this event. Don't miss out. Come on, you right. post things on Facebook. You really wanted me to enjoy this, and I'm really grateful that you did, um, because I was always interested in it since you brought it up. But your 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 constant like encouragement was was definitely appreciated. Oh, good. So thank yeah. you. I'm glad it wasn't to the point of annoyance because it wasn't that I was trying to talk you into something. I just literally didn't want you to, uh, yeah, miss miss out on it. And especially you were originally. We didn't say this in the opening. You were going to come with Quint and I. We were talking at first, and that was. If any night that I have gone was going to sell out, and, and I, I believe the Express Pass is sold out that night from what I heard, it was going to be that night. So I really didn't want you to miss out, not just the admission tickets, but the Express Pass as well. So I, I was trying to make sure you were aware that time is, is ticking, but I didn't want to annoy you or make it feel like I was forcing you to do something you didn't want to do. So I'm glad no. it didn't come across that way. Wasn't annoying at all. It was just a matter of planning with my family, which is a whole which, other ordeal. Oh, I yeah, I know how that goes. Yep. So cool. All right. Um, I got a couple questions to wrap up with, but since you've already told me you have your list together, let's go through your list. What what did you? Li- Although I did want to mention. Oh, you know, you didn't see any of the shows, which is unfortunate. But I'll still ask this question: Are are you a Bill and Ted fan? Because the sequel was in the nineties. Oh yeah, I definitely am Bill and Ted. Okay, so it's too bad I didn't to see, see that. Show. Okay, I did want to see the show. Um, I wanted to see both of them, but like I said, between getting there late and just yeah. kind of slight misinformation with times of shows, um, and then the added issue with uh, you know my brother-in-law losing losing his express pass and kind of having to plan around that, I kind of just forgot. 
So I was bummed that I missed because both Jamie and I really wanted to see the Jack show. Yeah, yeah. But because uh, I've heard it's great and it, and it seemed really cool, but I just so that's my one regret is that I didn't plan enough to to see that because honestly, I would have skipped Men in Black to see the Jack show. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is kind of the 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 bitter pill of twenty five this year. They've added a lot, which I commend them for, but it's almost to the point of too much. Uh, if you don't get there early with an yep. express pass, it's almost difficult to see everything. Yeah. So. Karen and I barely fit it in. And I thought our lesson was learned. And when I went with Quentin Dave, that we weren't going to be pressed for time. Well, I, I was wrong because even with knowing what not to do, the paths Karen and I went, we were still pushing that closing. We were still pushing closing the park. So there's a lot to do. And we express passed both times and we were both you know pushing it so it's 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 great that there's so much to do but you know it's they add a little more and you're not going to be able to do it on one night and that might not be i don't know how that's going to go over for me it's not a big deal but i don't have to tra- go out of my way to get there yeah for so. people that travel in from other places you know yep it, it can be hard it can, yep. be, it can be almost impossible if they added any more than what they have right now exactly but it was it was great Good. it was awesome cool all right so now all right the I did I, one short kind of Bill and Ted venue And if you're interested, there's video online on YouTube of, of the Jack show for sure. Cause you're allowed to videotape that. There's actually some very good stuff. There's always bootleg stuff of the Bill and Ted. Eh, it comes and goes because universal actually pays attention to that and, and works with uh, Google to get that off right away. But uh, the Jack show, if you if you really want to see at least what it was, there's plenty of sources to see that. So it, the opportunity is yeah, there. I'll, I will definitely check that out. Okay, cool. All right, your list. What did you make a list for scare zones and mazes, or what? Well, what are your lists? That would be a better way to approach it. I, I made a list for the mazes because okay, no problem. I could say which ones of the scare zones I liked the most because they were all enjoyable. Okay, but there's a few. Maybe I'll start with the scare zones. Okay, I really enjoyed the icons, which was the first one that I saw. That was kind of my introduction to Halloween Horror Nights oh, because that's cool. you get in, you go to the right, and you're immediately set upon by a few skulking characters. But then there's these little performance things going on on these stages and yeah. i didn't stick around for too many of them but some of them were audience participation and i think that was pretty cool yeah um i really liked psychotherapy because <laughs> of the, the 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 sheer vastness of it it was huge and it was several streets worth of of things going on and things on fire and you know <laughs> characters willing to chase people right. there's a lot of open space and um, I also really liked Evil's Roots because ah, yeah. that was the gloomiest of them all, I feel like. Yeah, yeah. It's the, um, the one that's the street itself is the most visual of all the scare zones, I think. Yeah. So I enjoyed them all, but those three were, were my favorite of, of the of the five, six. How many are there? Five, five altogether. Yep. Now, did you see you said you ran into chainsaws, but did you see all three types of chainsaw drill teams? No, I would. I saw singular chainsaw okay. people. There was there were clowns. Mm-hmm. There was a women's prison gang. Okay, and then saw those two, and then there was the one called the Legacy, which were guys. They look like biker guys, but what they were were, and what I understand, and I believe this is correct from the person that confirmed this with me. These are the guys that used to do it back in the nineties when Halloween Horror Nights was just started. They brought them back for twenty five and put them in their old oh, okay. biker looking costumes. Well, then I definitely saw all three because I remember that one being a little out of place. Yes. Yes. That one is, it's a fanfare. 
Yes, yeah. It's the, and they kind of got that one tucked away, like over where the entry for Asylum is, which again, like you mentioned, it's hard to find if you don't know to look for it. That actually really threw off me and Quint's uh, lap around the park because it's in the middle of all that. So we gotta, if they do nine next year, we gotta regroup and make a new plan of attack to share. But that's another story. So all right, let's get to your your mazes nine to nine to one. So I'm just gonna read down the list, and then we can talk about it a little afterwards. Okay. But- Number nine was The Walking Dead. Uh, enjoyed it, but it's it, it might be one of the weakest. Um, then American Werewolf in London, Freddy vs. Jason, Asylum in Wonderland 3D, Body Collectors, The Purge, Jack Presents 25 Years, Insidious, and Run. Wow. I have no problems with your list. <laughs> I, I said before, Run was just the most, like, it wasn't really scary. It wasn't really horror. But it was the most fun. Yep. yep. It was definitely, I mean, as far as like the set design, it's one thing. It's kind of just like a, a grungy series of tunnels, I guess you could say. But it was just, it had, it, it was just fun. It was just like everyone, like even the characters, like some of those gladiators were smiling. They were like, <laughs> it was just a different vibe and I loved it. Um, uh, you know, The Purge and Insidious are high on my list, even though I've never seen those movies. That's impressive, actually. I think that speaks to how strong they were. Yeah. So and um, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I'm just. I was looking at my updated list, and it's it changes every freaking time I make it. But it's ours. We got we have a lot of similarities, which is really cool. In fact, wow. Uh, say the first half is no, no, it's not. I see something different, but yeah. So we got a lot of similarities, and I have. I've watched those movies and I have the history of the other houses behind me and they're coming across. It sounds like generally the same to new fans and old fans, which is awesome to hear. Yeah. I mean, it sounds like a real success for, for the, for the planners for Mike Iello and all yeah. those guys. So, oh, yeah, that, sorry, oh, go ahead. I was going to say that's my list. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. I really don't have anything to say about it. I, I love your, I love the fact that it runs on the top of your list. Um, it was one of the few that I wish I could have easily gone back and done a second or third time. Oh, wow. Sure. Yeah. That's the one I might run over to tonight. I got to run over there. I actually got to pick up a couple <laughs> pieces of merchandise, but I might slip into run while I'm there. Cause that is the one, that one in American werewolf in London are the ones I have not seen as many as the others and American werewolf in London. That number will probably stay the same. I don't need to see that one again. So the big question is for me, and I don't. I'm not talking next year. Just in general, in the future, do you think you'll be doing this again? I absolutely think I would. Yeah, nice. I think this is a great event. I mean, I don't know what it would be in in a, in a slightly more toned down year. You know, you guys have mentioned this is 25. You kind of can't keep it at this level every year. You'll have right. to bring it back down a little bit. But um. I would love to see what they do on a slightly smaller scale scale rather. Uh-huh. And I absolutely think I would plan a trip to Orlando sort of cent- like centered around this. Okay. You yeah, I mean there's you were talking about you and Jamie wanting to take a do a universal vacation. There's there's uh, something to be said for doing the parks at the days and Halloween and Horror Nights at night. I mean a lot of people do it. This this is not new, so and in fact, they make whole vacation packages around it. Not that you necessarily need to do that. You, of course, you know have a place to you knew you have a place to stay. We can get you in the park at least during the day. You know, so something to consider. Just putting the idea in your head. 
I appreciate that. No, I definitely will consider it because this was a lot of fun. Now, how did Jamie like it? Sounds like she really liked it. She she had a blast. She she loved doing everything that we did. Nice. Um, neither of us are super big horror fans, right. so it wasn't like that kind of a push where like I love the old horror characters or anything like that. It was just like it's a fun event. She's really into the atmosphere as much as I am, so she loved just like when I said that you know my brother in law lost his express pass and the three of them kind of discussed who was going to sit out certain mazes. She was totally fine with it because she kind of just wanted to sit and just watch. Yes. So even again, I think this is really a strong argument for how, how, how strong this whole event was, is that even sitting out of what other people are doing for fun is fun. Yeah. And I, I don't think many parks have that. I don't think that that's, I think that's really hard to achieve. And I think that they, they achieved it. That is a great point. Yeah, without getting into details of another event we went to at another theme park, the I will say this theme park's mazes were could go toe-to-toe with Halloween Horror Nights, but once you got out of the maze, you were back in the park. So Universal just transforms that park it, completely, completely, in my opinion. Yeah, and like I said, I haven't been to Universal in a long time during the day, but you know, just listening to what you guys have talked about, it for like how much work they put in, to transform that whole area yep. in a, in what an hour hour and a half blows <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> my mind. Yeah, it is. It is amazing. It's amazing. I was scrolling through my notes here, and I see one that got to the bottom of the page somehow. Must have I must have put it in like way after the thought. And and it is. This is a personal, completely personal question that I've never had the opportunity to ask anybody before, and you can give me the answer because I can't imagine what the answer would be. What on earth does a vegetarian eat at Halloween Horror Nights? <laughs> He eats before he goes. Oh, okay. Because I'm trying to think apart from, okay, yeah, they have those twisted taters or anything, but I know you're not going to make a meal out of a, a single deep fried dish. <laughs> and I was trying to think of every other stand. I'm like, there's nothing he could possibly eat at any of the stands. What did he do? But, oh, okay. If you ate before, it makes perfect sense. You know, you know, you had talked about the food and we had talked about eating when we were there. Um but again, we kind of, it was like, you know, between one person's motion sickness and another person's wanting to go get a beer, it was, we were kind of, we didn't eat together very much. We didn't do much together. And I don't even think I ate the entire night I was there, to be honest. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was, I was looking at the food booths because you had talked about specialty foods uh-huh. and I was just like, well, that's pulled pork and that's that. Yeah. And that's that. And it's like, I'm not going to eat any of this right. stuff. <laughs> the timing thing, you're, you're, you're absolutely correct about and we haven't done our coverage yet and we'll get to it but no real spoiler here quinn and i ended up not eating that night either we we had gotten our twisted taters that's a tradition for us we get a drink and a twisted tater so we had to do that and we're like okay we're going to eventually get something and we kind of had an idea what we wanted to get and before we knew it we were like about as far away from what we wanted to get and we're like well let's do these houses first and we go through the houses and like okay well Let's run back over here to all night dying because we haven't seen the black and white. And before we know it, it's like it's one thirty, and we got to start thinking about going about getting the ride home and, and packing up and calling it a night. We we didn't apart from the twisted taters. We didn't eat either. And we, I think I don't know how it's been set up in years past, but it, I didn't really see much in the way of food and drink there. There was a little bit here and there, but. You didn't see drink? How did you not see a bar? Everywhere you go, it's like it's like Starbucks in Las Vegas. There's no avoiding bars so, there. <laughs> sorry, sorry. I didn't mean drink. Food. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But, 
I, I, I actually forgot, I completely forgot about kind of an amusing story that very much plays into your question. What does a vegetarian eat at Halloween Horror Nights 25? When you leave Insidious, I think it was Insidious, you go down a path and you happen upon a little pizza stand. Uh-huh. And it's pizza and beer. So I walk up and I said, like, I'd like a slice of pizza and two waters. So I get the, I get the pizza and I'm paying and Jamie goes, hot dog, hot dog. And I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yep. So I said to the girls like, Hey, I don't actually eat meat. Can I have another piece of pizza? That's just pizza. She goes, Oh, we don't have any. Right. Like, what? She goes, well, that's all we have. Okay. Can I return this? I know this is weird, but like, I don't eat meat. And I know that it was just, wasn't just pizza. Cause your lit thing just says pizza, even though it's like $9 for that right. slice. <laughs> right. So she's like, I have to call my manager. Oh, jeez. Gets on the radio, calls the manager. A guy in a, she- a literal chef's outfit walks over, but doesn't say anything. He just stands there with his arms on his hips. And then a couple comes up and gets a water. And then another guy comes up and he wants two slices of pizza. And she says, well, I'm still standing there waiting for this possible return. Oh, well, just so you know, it has hot dogs in the crust. Oh, I don't want hot dogs. I just want pizza. We don't have any. Uh, okay, I'll have two. I was like, hey, dude, you want one? I didn't touch it, but I don't eat meat. And he was just like, this is weird, but whatever. And he gave me like a $10 bill and said, let me find you a dollar for change. He goes, don't worry about it. So oh. I made a dollar off pizza. Hey, there you go. That was for the inconvenience of being served meat. It was it was weird. I had never seen a, a hot dog pizza crust before. Now, I knew they had these. And we, we talked a bit about them and probably will in our other coverage. But I didn't realize they didn't have another level. You would think with like three trays of pizza there, they'd have one without the meat for this kind of circumstance. But I guess not. Nope. Just just hot dogs. Well, there you go. So I tried to eat Halloween Horror Nights and I, and I failed. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. It's not vegetarian friendly. And that's fine. I'm totally fine. I, I travel a lot for work and I am so used to going to places that like the entire South you know that aren't vegetarian friendly so it's it's not a big deal for me but it was definitely i tried to eat some pizza (laughs) okay well there you go all right well that is all the questions i have did you have anything else you wanted to add to that uh if you were thinking about going you have a little bit of time left go because it was awesome it was a lot of fun i'm so glad you enjoyed it especially after after once once I knew you wanted to go, I wanted to make sure if you were going to go, we got your tickets and we got you settled. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. Uh, go ahead. Let's um, we didn't open the show with this. I meant to apologies, but let's take the time now. Let's hear about if if you haven't gathered from our conversation, Lou is a member of Neo's as uh, uh, and in more ways than just a podcast. And he does have his own podcast on dial up movies. He's also been the I guess official photographer, not only for Star Wars and character, but anytime you're joining us with Neo's as projects and you're certainly part of the family, but go ahead and let everyone know about dial up movies and where they can find you outside of Neo's as. Uh, well, dial up movies is, uh, you know, if you're a fan of Neo's as and the, or have been for a while, uh, similar in style to the Grady's, the great eighties movie debate, we discuss nineties movies. Um, you know, as Matt mentioned at one point, I'm a little bit younger than the other hosts on Neozaz and I grew up mostly in the 90s so myself and my two co-hosts we kind of just dissect movies whether they're good or bad and and make fun of a lot of stuff mostly ourselves <laughs> what's that like <laughs> oh cool and you got a Facebook page for it as well right yeah we have Facebook page you can find us on iTunes you can find us on the Neozaz uh, downloaded you know from if you subscribe to Neozaz on iTunes we're on that as well so check us out we're uh 
we're a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah. If you like, if you if you're just a listener to Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights and you like the style Quinn and I put together, that just about every show Neo Zaz is like that, including dial up movies. It's I I enjoy listening to it, and I'm glad to have Lou and everybody part of the network as well. So yeah, please do check it out, especially I, mean, I should check it out just in general principle. But if you're a fan of the '90s movies on top of it, then you're really really gonna enjoy it. I think. Thank you. All right. So that is all I have. I hope to have this conversation with you again someday in the future, but having having it with you at the event, I'm really sorry I didn't get to do it, but work still pays the bills. And when I had to leave town, I had to leave town. So fortunately, no I didn't... worries. I'm glad, I'm glad I got to go. I'm glad you convinced me to go. Yeah, so. cool. Good, good. I was, yeah, sorry I didn't get to even see you or even meet Jamie, but I know I'm going to have an opportunity to well, less. Wow, a lot less than a month from now. I just realized that. Yeah, it's like two weeks, three weeks away. Jeez, yeah, I better get two a plane weeks. ticket. <laughs> you probably should. <laughs> so that's that's actually will be another special on Neozaz to find out what we're talking about. I won't reveal that. You have to get on Neozaz and find out what we're talking about. So until then, uh, thanks everyone for listening. Uh, all our contact points are in the credits coming up right after this. I think Quint and I have another handful of specials. We really want to give twenty five. It's the, the coverage it deserves and we're almost there in fact the event is almost over which is I don't know how I'm going to deal with that I really don't <laughs> this year so we'll find out together and then we'll be back to our year to year coverage that might actually lead us into the next event but we'll that's a long ways away and we'll discuss that when we get to it so until then I'll say once again thanks for listening and I'll see you in the next episode thank you for listening to the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights podcast the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is a Neozaz Internet Entertainment production. For more great podcasts and original entertainment, visit our website at neozaz.com. The Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights is not affiliated with nor endorsed by Universal Studios Florida. All Halloween Horror Nights properties, icons, titles, events, and related items are property, trademark, and copyright Universal Studios or their respective trademark and copyright holders. For more Halloween Horror Nights coverage, follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Podcast and follow our Twitter account at Neozaz. To help support the series and all the work we do at Neozaz, check out our Patreon page at patreon.com slash Thanks for listening.